With over 30 years of catering experience in the Triangle, why not bring the innovative style of the Irregardless Cafe and Catering to your next event? Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And uh, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, tomorrow is anyway. And this is actually the third Thanksgiving show that I've I've been able to do, which is very fun. I'm checking out some stuff. I did a lot of stuff today, and I'm trying to figure some stuff out. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to waste a ton of time. Let me, first of all, thank the people who are, who are listening. So if you are listening to Radio Regardless, there are three ways you could do it. One, you could listen live through my, my website, markscalia.com. That's the first way you can listen. The second way you can listen is if you want to be part of the chat, you can click the box that you're listening to through my website, and it will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can live chat. And we have a few people on tonight, so we're going to be live chatting with them as well. And the third way you can listen is if you don't have the time to listen live, although we really wish you would, because that's that's the appeal of this particular broadcast for me, to do it live. If you want to listen later, After the shows are done live, they are then slightly edited for time, and then they're uploaded to iTunes so you can listen to the shows that have already happened. So you won't be able to listen live, but certainly you'll be able to listen. So listen, because that's important, at least, you know, for me. So (laughs) that being said, hey, let's start off, as we always do, with the happening now, a monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. We're it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. A lot of things have been going on in our time apart from each other. First and foremost, today is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is tomorrow, which I actually like Thanksgiving. I really do. It's going to be tricky this year because I'm on my special diet The fun part is my wife, we usually have Thanksgiving at her family's. What we end up doing is we have breakfast with my family, my sister and brother, and probably my niece and nephew and uh, my brother-in-law. So we usually have like breakfast slash brunch. And then we usually go see her family and we have the big turkey and the ham and all kinds of other stuff happening. This year, her family, her mother and father, has have actually gone down to Florida to visit her uncle, my wife's uncle. So they're not going to be around. So for the first time ever, 
I get to enjoy a Thanksgiving or a holiday, an exclusive holiday with my wife. That's never happened. And speaking of that, my wife, uh, well, I'll get, you know, something I'm going to just tell you. Karen, my lovely bride, uh, will be a guest of this show. And because of my, I, <laughs> this is the next thing. This I'll let you be a guest. But the reason she's not in the studio, she has to actually call in, is because I renovated my office. Now, I renovated my office. I took down my desk. I ripped my whole desk apart. My desk was one of those component things that had a big shelf and all this other stuff and had drawers and all kinds of stuff in it. And then I built I built another add-on draw so I could do the radio show. And what happened, happened is, is I could never get under the desk. So I have ripped, ripped the whole desk apart and I put brackets on the walls and i have this thing and i put legs on the top of the table so long story short i've renovated my whole office which the office is very streamlined still needs to have some work done but the reason my lovely bride is not in the fucking studio is because i don't have a connector so she can put headphones on all the fucking work i did no headphones so that's why she's not in. So that's be fixing. So I just want to say this. How about them pats? <laughs> Fucking 10 and 0. That was a squeaker of a game on the Monday night. But they're uh, they're still doing all right. They're doing very well. And uh, all the injuries and stuff like that. And they're still killing it. Unbelievable. Just, just really uh, just happy. Happy they're doing well. We have a cat update. It won't die. The cat just won't fucking die he won't die remember i said we actually we were gonna we set up an appointment we set up an appointment to bring the thing in we we were gonna say goodbye and then of course we're like "Eh, i don't know maybe we'll try to give him this insulin because give him some insulin and then we started him on the insulin and he won't fucking die he won't fucking die there was a movie called House Guest with John Larroquette and, and Kirstie Halley. The cat would not fucking die. They gave the cat Coke. The cat wouldn't die. They blew the cat up. The cat wouldn't die. They... <laughs> yes, he is immortal. He's born in Scotland. He is. The only way to kill him is to cut his fucking head off. And it's... <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I mean, I don't want the cat to die, but fuck, he just won't fucking there can be only one cat yes <laughs> let's see he's your buddy and i know it. yeah he is my buddy he's my buddy now let's pick him up and play with him and anyway the salem comedy and spirits festival is off and running everybody it's just undergo tickets are will be i hope as long as i get my web person to update them tickets will be going on sale december 1st i've secured the last venue I've secured all the ticket prices. I've made packages so that if you guys want, you can buy tickets for the festival. You can buy just comedy tickets. You can buy the VIP tickets that get you into absolutely everything. Then there's the regular comedy tickets that get you into everything about the shows and the pre-show events. Or you can just come to the regular events. Everything. It's. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Now my next step is doing flyers and then t-shirts, and I'm still working on that for that. But it's busy. I've been very busy. I got asked to do a play. I cannot do the play uh, unless I talk to them and say, well, you know, let's see if... Only because, you know, I start the Christmas Carol this weekend. It's, you know, as far as it's already December, 
and the play goes the week after the festival, so I don't know if I'm going to have time to rehearse it, but I'm looking forward to the Christmas carol. Oh, my God, I can't wait to shave my beard. Oh, my God, I want to shave my beard. But the Christmas carols this weekend, it starts on Saturday, and we've got a lot of things going on. we got a bunch of new cast members and a lot of fun people And I'm still contemplating if I'm going to go to the Black Friday like I did last year, which which I think would be fun. It was fun last year. I might do it again. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But that's everything in the Happening Now monologue. And since it's Thanksgiving and we've got uh, some listeners on uh, on Mixler who can chat it up with me, I'm going to play a quick game with you because I've got my wife coming in a little bit. Uh, well, she's going to be calling in a little bit. I'm going to try to play a little game with you. And I think you know it. I think you know it fairly well. It's called Cover Me. Cover me. Now, I realize that we've been playing Cover Me almost every week for a while, but you know something? I enjoy it. I want to have a little trivia with you guys, and let's play it. Here's the first one from 1985. See, remember, what it was one of my favorite songs. I was driving around in my, uh, what did I have in 85? Oh, I, I, wasn't dri- <laughs> I wasn't driving yet. I really wasn't. This is the power station made up of uh, like some members of Duran Duran. It's Hungry Like the Wolf, yeah. So it was uh, members of Duran Duran, and there was, uh, oh, I forget his name, blah, blah, blah. But they get it on, bang a gong. So it was get it on, bang a gong, which was the actual name of the song. But that's not the original. The original was done in 1971, 14 years earlier. By a band called T-Rex. Now, that was the original 1971, and, uh, you know, the remake was 85. So I actually, I I don't know which one I like better. I like them both. Here's a song that never needed to be remade. (laughs) Back in 1987, you might remember this little, uh, this feisty little redhead. She went to a lot of malls. Yeah. (laughs) Crickets. (laughs) Never. Yes. She recently, uh, well, not recently, but she posed for Playboy a while ago. Looks like she, you know, she got big and then she got thin and then she got a little. Yes, this was. There we just do this. When you really listen to it, it's. It was terrible. Why did we listen to this? You got to do it with the head. Like your head's on a swivel. It's like you gotta move your head like Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, we used to go for that song. We used to say, I think it's a boner. 
In case you were playing at home, that was Tiffany. Yes, Brendan got it right. We didn't. I was listening to hair bands. I was actually listening to hair bands, too. I don't know how that got in the repertoire. It was Debbie Gibson. See, Debbie Gibson. Oh, don't get me started with Debbie Gibson. Oh, she's, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. My wife's listening. She's on the chat. I don't care. Debbie Gibson. Oh, that's enough reminiscent. <laughs> But Tiffany, <laughs> they're not interchangeable. By the way, they did like a uh, sci-fi Sharknado type thing. Actually, I think they were both in Sharknado. It was Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Um, so uh, Tiffany did, I think we're alone now in, in 1987. But the original was by Tommy James and the Shondells 20 years earlier. Do you remember this? Children behave. Children behave. <laughs> That's what they say when we're together. I don't know. Why would you redo it? I mean, the original was okay, but I don't know. It's all about the bass. Sing it with me. I think it's a boner. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think it's a boner. <laughs> and we used to, the beating in my pants. We used to do that. We used to go the beating in my pants. Anyway, <laughs> fucking that's enough about me and my, dis- my distorted childhood. All right. How about this one from 2004? This one makes you crazy. was a powerhouse in the late 90s, early 2000s. No, the, the crickets were actually in the song, by the way. Come on, sing it. Yeah, Phil Collins is the shit. <laughs> anyway. But Phil did not do that. He covered that. The original was 1986 by Cindy Lauper, almost 20 years before that. It's from For no fucking apparent reason. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
beautiful one, Sax. <laughs> uh, that was from the new Muppet Show. I love that show now. I didn't think I'd love it, but I, I do. I absolutely love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break. and we come back, we're going to have a little fun with our guests because I'm going to see if I can walk downstairs and have her turn on a computer because <laughs> I couldn't find the fucking thing. A connector. Uh, she could have been sitting here right now. But anyway. All right. You're listening to Radio Air Regardless with me, your host. We'll be right back after these messages. Thanksgiving is the day that we're reminded to be thankful for the things that we've got. Though it may seem like little, sometimes we've always got something to be thankful for. I'm Andy Lester on Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. A lot of people have said that this show is trash, and having been on it myself, let me offer you this, a high shay. The treasure you seek may reveal your desire for another man's junk. You're back at Radio Air, regardless, with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was last week's guest, Andy Lester, doing his high shay, which is a combination of a haiku and a cliche. So it's essentially, I don't know if you got it, if you figured it out, you might have been able to figure it out. It was actually one man's treasure is another man's junk. That's the cliche. Let's see if I can do this with my bride. Let's see. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to call her. Let's see if this works. And I'm calling from my tablet, which is a little tricky. There we go. There we go. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. How are you, Pope? <laughs> I'm good. Do I, I guess I have to turn down the um, the show. Yeah, you have to turn off the show. Oh, well, that's yeah. too bad. No, but you can. You're still going to listen to it through the to the software. Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I can deal with that. There you go. So so because I don't have the coupler, let's see, Karen on location from the living room. Yes, she's doing remotes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if you want to listen to the show, Karen, you can open the website. All you got to do is you got to hit the mute. Uh, you can get a mute the volume. I did. I'm now at zero volume. Oh, there we go. So that all right. You worked and all I could watch the chat, so I could see oh. people chatting. Yes, <laughs> I just can't you. listen to it. So tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and it's our first Thanksgiving. Isn't that exciting? It is. It's very exciting. We're going to actually try to cook a meal together. <laughs> I'm scared. Yes, I'm a scared. You're a scared. I'm a scared. <laughs> I'm a terrified. I'm not a scared. <laughs> it's going to be all kinds of nutso. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my usual fake turkey thing. Yeah, the tof, tofurkey. Yeah. Turkey time. Actually, it's called corn, Q-U-O-R-N, not to give anybody a plug, but it's really good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's only it's only edible because you put a lot of stuff in it, and you know you bathe it with oil. You you put a hundred million seasonings on it. <laughs> Anyway, it's bell seasoning. Don't blaspheme. <laughs> bells. 
So and I, then you get you get to decorate your little bird. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm doing a Cornish game hen. I'm not doing a uh, I'm not doing a turkey because a turkey's way too big. So I'm just gonna do a Cornish. I was gonna do a pheasant, and then I was like, you know, pheasant is twenty four dollars, and I went fuck that because I'll <laughs> catch one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> so before that. So, Karen, we had, uh, I tried this last year. I tried to get you on last year about turkey. <laughs> we got, it went horribly awry. Got you on last year, and you wanted to talk about cooking turkey and cooking meals for Thanksgiving. And I was telling you that, no, you were just a, you were just a guest. You were being a guest to be a guest. And you were like, I thought we were going to talk about food. <laughs> I did. I was all prepared. Yeah. So, so now I get I get the game now. So this year I'm not prepared at all. Did, okay. So you didn't you didn't prepare anything, correct? No, I did not. Good. Good. So so in the meantime, let's tell because you I don't get to interview you often. Usually when you're on, I goof on you. So I'll do this. You have a Twitter. What's your Twitter? Now, I know that because you're a sponsor on the show, Salem Food Tours, but do you have a Twitter? You don't have a personal Twitter, do you? I don't even know. My own wife. I I barely use it, though. I'm never on it. My own Um, wife. My own wife. I don't even know if my wife has a Twitter account. (laughs) This is how how aware I am of shit going on in my house. So I know that Salem Food Tours has a Twitter site. Yeah, Salem Food Tours has one, and I have one as well, but I don't use it that often. I'm like on it like once every month and a half or something silly like that. And what is it? You want to do your personal one or you want to do Salem Food Tours? I don't even remember what my personal one is. (laughs) (sighs) I'd have to look it up. I'm not even sure. This would have been Uh, so much better if I found the coupling. (laughs) Salem Food Tours on Twitter. Do you know what your handle is? What's your handle? Do I have to look it up? You want me to look it up? Uh, Isn't it just Salem Food Tours? I don't know. Salem? Yeah. Yeah, it's just Salem Food Tours. It's oh. at it's at Salem Food Tours. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you learn something new every day. So it's <laughs> it's at Salem Food Tours. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put that in my show prep. Make it look like I did something. So it's Salem Food Tours on Twitter. And what is it on Facebook? Is it also is it Salem Food Tours? Same thing, Salem Food Tours, yeah. Oh, and the website is SalemFoodTours.com. Yes. Now, nice it's, and boring. It's a big season for you coming up, Christmas. I know it's my favorite holiday. Well, no, it's. I mean, it's a big holiday for for the tours. It is. It's a very big holiday for the tours. We just got out of October and survived that craziness here in Salem, and then uh, we'll get busy again this month um, with some groups celebrating the holidays. And then people also buying gift certificates and stuff like that for the holidays. You know, it's Small Business Saturday this Saturday. So encouraging everybody to shop local and support small businesses. We appreciate it. Um, so it's, a, it's yeah, it's a really busy season. Um, but I'm really excited to for the holiday tours. And I'm also excited for Scrooge this weekend, yep. which I start on Sunday. And yeah, and you're playing Mrs. Cratchit. Yep, Mrs. Cratchit and Mrs. Dilbert. <laughs> See, so Dilbert. now Brendan's on, and I haven't talked to Brendan since uh, probably since Halloween, and I didn't see him around Halloween. He, did, I don't know, because he was dressed as a Phantom of the Opera. I remembered with his rose and his cloak and all that stuff, but I don't think he actually came into uh, Salem. But now there's an opportunity for Brendan to actually come to the Salem trolley. 
So, I mean, Kim isn't on right now, so there goes that little action. Oh, I know. Doesn't Kim come to see the show every year? Doesn't she see Christmas Carol like yeah, every but, year? Yeah, but not this year. She's not coming this year. What? I don't know. She said she's not going to be around. Santo, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. You know, people, yeah, fucking things. (laughs) I think you need to do a little bit of Ebenezer voice tonight. That's. Uh, Brendan thinks that, uh, he says, I don't think Kim likes me at all. Of course she does. (laughs) We're all friends. We're all all family at Radio regardless. (laughs) That's why we're such a good family. That I've stuck my wife in another room and I'm broadcasting. And I go, look, if you want to be on the show, you call and don't walk in a room with me. <laughs> so I think your exact words were, I don't want you sitting on me or something like that. Yeah, I said, you can't have that because, well, it's a short cable for your headset. I mean, I could have mm-hmm. plugged in the speakers and stuff like that. And then I got to worry about feedback, but it's so much easier with headsets and everything. But so I know that you're looking forward to, uh, to Christmas, so the, to the Salem Christmas trolley. And, you know, it's a busy season because people are buying gift certificates for Salem food tours because it was like, I'm not going to do a tour in the winter. Is it, is it? It's better in the winter, isn't it? It is. I know. When I first started doing the tours, I, I being a warm weather person, I, I thought for sure I was going to hate tours in the wintertime. And uh, they're actually the best time of year to do a food tour or anything like that. You know, it's kind of it's it's so cold outside. You've been stuck inside, so it's a it's an excuse to get out, start moving around a little bit. But when you start eating and drinking, it kind of revs up your metabolism, and you're warm for the first time all winter. And uh, and the restaurants are really quiet, so we get to um, we we really get to have some fun with them, which is great. So I love them all year, but I especially like them in the cooler, colder weather. I think they work really, really well. Well, the chefs mess around too, and don't they try to like do different chowders and yeah. soups and things like that? They do. Sometimes they'll come out with like mischievous look on their face and they all like, listen, we were thinking of putting this new appetizer on the menu. You guys are our guinea pigs. And then everybody in the tour gets to try this new appetizer, which is a heck of a lot of fun because most people that take my tour are either foodies or, or the, the guest that they're coming with likes to dabble in the kitchen. So everybody gets to try a little something, you know, and the chef's looking for feedback. So it adds a little bit of, um, playfulness into the tour, which everybody really appreciates. I actually you know? hate the term foodie. Yeah, I do too. It's it's overused. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's it doesn't even foodie. <laughs> foodie. Yeah, it's like well, this you know, it's like snooty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You I know. know. We've you know what we've gotten to the point of ridiculousness. I mean, when people are at like Dunkin' Donuts, like Instagramming the donut that they're eating, I, I think we all. Well, it, it, as one of the chefs on my food tour says, it's just food. <laughs> well, I mean, I wish. But then again, uh, at the same time, like, will all of a sudden one of the chefs will put down something in front of us that should be really simple, and then we bite into it, and it's like, oh my god, it's amazing. So, so there's a lot of artistry behind it, but it, it can get a little bit overblown sometimes, you know, in the food world now. Yeah, I mean, I I wish that I'm trying to think of a different term or something to eliminate the word foodie and changing it to something else. Foodie. Yeah, because it's annoying. You're fucking foodie. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a tool, like your tool bag. So, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take our second break, and I have a question for you. 
What okay. would you, because now it's going to be kind of Thanksgiving choice almost. I'm going to have you think about which game you would like to play against our listeners. Would you rather play Sounds Like Sax to Me or Foreign Offensive? Don't give me your answer until we come back from break. All right? Okay. All right. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. To most Americans, the Pilgrims of Plymouth, Massachusetts, are the iconic inspiration for today's Thanksgiving feast. Like I say, Pilgrim, you can eat here till you get back on your After the winter of 1620 killed almost half of their people, the colonists formed a relationship with the neighboring Wampanoag tribe. The Mashpee Wampanoag tribe hopes to break ground on a resort casino in Taunton next spring. The colonists and Wampanoags dined on roast goose, along with corn, codfish, and lobster. In 1777, the Continental Congress decreed that all 13 of America's colonies celebrate a national day of Thanksgiving that year in celebration of their victory over the British at Saratoga. By the 20th century, Thanksgiving was a welcome day of leisure from a six-day work week. In the 1920s, the National Football League was formed. In an effort to boost attendance, the fledgling Detroit Lions devised the concept of a Thanksgiving Day game. Thanks for a great Thanksgiving. So, very thankful. I had everyone at home. That's all about the Thanksgiving turkey. And department stores quickly saw their value as a kickoff to the Christmas shopping season. With modern life moving faster than ever, Thanksgiving gives us a day to take a collective breath and remember just how much we have to be thankful for. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Google Hangouts line... My wife, Karen Scalia, <laughs> my wife, owner operator of Salem Food Tours, and I you just, know that wife, that ball and chain. That's what you're supposed to say, the old ball and chain. <laughs> the old ball and chain. <laughs> now that we've had a three minute break, what game would you like to play? Would you? Okay, you have to remind me what the foreign one is about. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to choose, and then I explain the oh, game afterwards. All right, then you know what? I'm going to leave it up to you. No. <laughs> Honestly, I, I really, because I know what sounds like sax is, but I can't remember what the foreign one was. Okay. You know something? 
Let's go with this. Can you Americans speak any other language than English? That that would be foreign offensive. Because I was okay. gonna, I, I was gonna do, I was gonna say, sounds like sax. Oh, what a, I keep hitting duplicate, not delete. There we go. Don't ask me again. All right. So foreign offensive is a game where I play somebody doing an accent, and you have to guess the country that they're doing. Okay. Okay. So okay, I like that. You're playing against uh, the Mickle now, because it is Thanksgiving Eve. We don't have a lot of listeners, but the ones we do are loyal, and I appreciate it. And so it's just you and Brendan. So I'll just put it out there. So it's Brendan versus Karen in the the Thanksgiving beatdown of foreign offensive. So Grabbing again, my knuckles, Brendan. So again, Karen, that's the way uh, the way we play. Now you and I are speaking on Google Hangouts, so it's almost an instantaneous phone call. And if you were in the studio, it would be like a super instantaneous. But so there's a micro delay. There's probably about a ten millisecond delay between my mine and your conversations. Now Brendan is probably listening on a delay, but he might have beefed up his system. So he might have a better system. First, it's delayed. Then he has to know it. Then he has to type it. So this is how we play. So I'm going to play. The first one is 12 seconds. And let's see. I think Brendan is ready. And I think you are ready. Are you ready, Karen? I am so ready. All right. Then let's give it a shot. Here's the first one. This one's fairly easy. Sorry, ladies. Two pair. Read them and deep. Oh, so I'm out. So that's it? No more takers? I have nothing left. No. I'll take a whack at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Do you know the accent? Uh, British? I actually, you know something? I will allow British. We. Oui. We. Oui. It is. It's actually English, and it's Liz- Lindsay Lohan from The Parent Trap. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. And once she oh. goes, I'll take a whack at it. <laughs> so art imitates life so badly right there. Because uh, she's 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 taking a good whack at it, actually. She has, hasn't she? Yeah. She's done a bunch of whacks, as far as you I know. You know, she has the same birthday as me, July 2nd. Okay. Just throwing that out there. The, and what's what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Just useless piece of trivia. What do you, what do you, what do you, there's actually a family guy reference when he talks about Lindsay Lohan. I'm almost positive. So now. There's a family guy reference for pretty much everything. No, not everything. What, why is Uh, this not opening? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the show, but man, there's nothing they don't cover. Well, by that logic, Lois, it can't be that difficult to nail Lindsay Lohan. I don't think it is. Oh, well, good news there. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, that was a segue. So anyway, you got one right, Karen. Uh, see, Yay! Correcto. Correcto. All right. And Brendan has nothing. So here's okay. the second one. This one's a little more tricky, and I'm not going to help you. But because we're in Salem, you might get it. Here we go. Oh, she never flew. We were dancing in the woods. My uncle leaped in on us. She took fright us all. You'll be clapped in the stocks before you're 20. Oh, John, give me a soft word. (laughs) Oh, John, give me a soft word. (laughs) Marshmallow. (laughs) That's a a soft word. All right, do you know it? Um, That wasn't 
foreign. That was like old American English. Well, close. Uh, you got the American right, but it's technically not American. There was no American. No, that's true. Just old English. It's not old English because people were here for for a little bit, so they they no longer had an English accent. Um. Well, that's I don't. That was Winona. <laughs> by the way, that was Winona Ryder. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's no, you weren't. <laughs> She's terrible. Well, it was from the Crucible. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there you go. So if it's it's Winona Ryder. And yep. she's she's and it's in the movie The Crucible. What accent yep. or dialect does she have? A New England. Get a little tighter. Um, now now it down a little bit. All right. What Salem? <laughs> yes. Colonial Salem. Colonial Salem. Correcto. Okay. All right. Well then I correct you really needed me to narrow it down there. Colonial well, Salem. Well, that's the thing she's doing. Like if she was from if she was doing a Detroit or a Wisconsin or something like that, I'd have you nail she it. She was downtown. trying to. Well, she's terrible. People anyway. murder Boston accents. They really do when they do even people that are from here murder them. The movie The Perfect Storm. You know what's funny? I have not had a Bostonian accent as Bostonian dialect yet in this game. I just I won't do it. <laughs> All right. Here's the third one. This one's tricky. And yeah, this one's tricky. Here we go. You will need to have a witness. We're going to supply one for $100. 100 doll hairs? It's a lot of doll hairs. Oh, come again? It's <laughs> a lot of doll hairs. Play it again. You will need to have a witness. We're going to supply one for $100. 100 doll hairs? It's a lot of doll hairs. Oh, come again. <laughs> you don't know, but it's making me laugh. Spanish? Right. No, not Spanish. Do you, do you recognize any of the voices? Mm, no. Okay, one last time. You will need to have a witness. We're going to supply one for $100. 100 doll hairs? It's a lot of doll hairs. Oh, come again. <laughs> mm. I played his music at the opening of the program. As a sound, uh, just for sound balancing. Oh, I don't think I caught that. Oh. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Well, it's Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, does Zoh- Zohan or whatever no, it was? No, it's Adam Sandler responding to him. The movie was called I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I didn't see that one. Okay. And it's Rob Schneider, and he's doing an accent. What accent is he supposed to be doing? Listen, listen. You will need to have a witness. We're going to supply one for $100. 100 doll hairs? It's a lot of doll hairs. Oh, come again? You need a witness, he says. Mexican? No. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to do. It's just like some like vague, ridiculous like accent. Well, could it's... Be anything. It almost is. It almost is. I thought you were going to actually play people that actually speak the language accent. <laughs> this... This is the game we play. It's always been like this. It's always been like this. Brendan is not too, he's not he's not posted anything, so you still have a shot at it. When he says, "We need to hire a witness." <laughs> I don't know. Just think it's racist. Yeah. Just think it's racist. It's racist. Yeah, um, it's completely racist. All these fucking accents and dialects. Are, it's just not even an accent. It's, well, it's just a, I guess it's an accent. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I can't guess. Ugh. 
All right. guess every country it's, if you it's, want. It's Asian, actually. I don't know if he's Japanese or Chinese, but he's Asian. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's your, of course, was stereotype of, of what they may right. sound like. Right, And for that, you get this. Didn't I sign that? No, Eliza, you didn't sigh that. You didn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine. All right. So you got two. Hey, you can't, you can't quote from movies you wouldn't sit and watch with me. It's not fair. I would watch, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I would watch it with you. No, I'm talking about My Fair Lady. <laughs> oh, honey, the movie is like four fucking hours. It's four hours long. Okay, I know it's long. But- you won't sit through an Avengers movie with me, and that's almost three. Look, you know something? We can fight off air, but we're going to- But Avengers, like, they, they blow people up. Yes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my third and final break, and we can fight off air. <laughs> that's, okay. That's how that works. You're li- <laughs> you are listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. And now, the case of The Turkey Tremors, starring Sam Stone. It was a cold November night, and I remember it. It was cold. It was November. And I was in my office, cleaning up some case files, like I always do. And there was a knock on the door. Sam, you're still here? Yeah, just going through some case files. You know, the one with the dog and the girl and the diamonds and the husband? Well, if there's anyone that can handle a case, it would be you, Sam. I appreciate that, dollface. So what are you doing here so late at night? Oh, I just forgot my, my nail file and my purse and my coat. So I just came back up and I saw the light on and, and there you were. Yeah, here I am, doing the case files, just like always. You're such a hardworking man, Sam. There's not many men like you around. Thank goodness for that. But I hope you're not going to work through this holiday. It's just another day. It's another day and another night. Another night and another day. Another case file. Well, if there's anyone that knows about nights and days and days and nights, it would be you, Sam. What are you doing for the holidays? Nothing. No plans. Just me, case files, filed cases. That's it. Just case files. And what about you, Dollface? You must have something special planned for the big Thanksgiving night. My sister's coming in from out of town. Your sister? I didn't know you had a sister. Yeah, my sister Dolores. She's a divorcee from Detroit. And what are your plans, sweetheart? Oh, we're going to go have dinner at the diner. Sounds like you got good plans there, kid. You, Dolores from Detroit, the divorcee, going to have dinner at the diner. Sounds good. Gosh darn it, Sam. I'm tired of all this pussyfooting around. Pardon my language. What are you going on for, dollface? What are you up to? What are you scheming about? I'm crazy about you, Sam. I've been holding it in, but I can't take it anymore. You're the one I've been thinking about at night. You're the one I want to share giblets with. You don't want to get mixed up with me. I'm no good for you. I'm like a bad penny. I turn up all the time. 
but it's not good. It's not good for anybody. Not good for you. Not good for nothing. Oh, Sam, that's just not true. Ladies and gentlemen, forgive the interruption of the case of the turkey tremors. I just got an emergency text alert, and I, I wanted to inform you on it. Um, there was an attack. He's like circling around my car. He's waiting for me to get out of the car. Now, here's your Pentagon Channel report. Wednesday night at the White House, the president said the current level of violence is still very low, but he also said that the U.S. must continue to keep pressure and move forward toward a more stable and secure future. Keep it here. Military news on the Pentagon Channel. Let's hear what the president has to say now. My fellow Americans, tonight I want to talk to you about turkeys and where we go from here. Turkey's sought to restore an ancient empire. The United States and Turkey's have not always agreed on every issue. I know there are those who like to debate Turkey's future. They wonder whether you will be pulled in one direction or another. There are some who must be met by force. That is the message that I delivered when I had a meeting with your prime minister. And when people look back on this time, let it be said of America that we extended the hand of friendship. Military leadership has dispatched several dozen military vehicles to at least two border areas and opened six field hospitals. Turkey had already deployed 20 fighter jets to the southeast and is in favor of U.S. military strikes. Many fear government reprisals if the United States attacked. As Commander-in-Chief, I decided that the United States should take military action against Turkey. This is not a decision I made lightly. Deciding to use military force is the most solemn decision we can make as a nation. In less than an hour, you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. We will be united in our common interests. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day? The day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House.
A reminder of what we actually know at this stage. A reliable source told RT what is important is that the attack originated on the Turkey side. No. Now I got him attacking the kid. You're attacking the kid right now. I'm shooting him out. While I've seen entire neighborhoods reduced to rubble and heartbreaking loss and devastation, life will go on and we will rebuild. Now, tomorrow, in the company of friends and loved ones, we will celebrate a uniquely American holiday. This is Mark Scalia, and I'm here to assure you that the Thanksgiving Eve turkey attack has no further significance than the holiday offering it was intended to be. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And remember the terrible lesson you learned tonight, that the gobbling invaders on your computer or smartphone are just inhabitants of Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. After the turkeys hit the pavement, the crowd kind of scattered, but some of them tried to attack me. I had to jam myself into a phone booth. Then Mr. Carlson had the helicopter land in the middle of the parking lot. I guess he thought he could save the day by turning the rest of the turkeys loose. Gets pretty strange after that. No, yeah, right. no, Les, come on now, tell us the rest. I really don't know how to describe it. It was like the turkeys mounted a counterattack. It was almost as if they were organized. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was our annual scare. <laughs> we try to fool you with the turkey attack. I, I've changed it a little bit every year, and I think next year I'm going to make something completely different. Well, Well, by next year... Oh no, Obama will still be in the White House and then that's it. So so I got one more year with it. <laughs> that's it. And still on the uh on that Google Hangouts line is my lovely bride, Karen Scalia, owner operator Owner operator. It's well I, I speak several different languages and one of them is Turkey. There you go. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap the show because there's more cooking to do, and I want to yeah. have everybody uh, enjoy their, their holiday. So, uh, Karen, thanks for being part of the show again and, and promoting your thing. Me. That's good. <laughs> and we'll have a nice holiday tomorrow, you and me. 
I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be downstairs in 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Happy All Thanksgiving, right. everybody. Eat well. Be grateful. Bye. All right. Bye. That was Karen Scalia, owner-operator of Salem Food Tours. Yes, she is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a very fun show. Again, I know it's kind of quiet. It's kind of low-key because it's day before holiday. Everybody's planning. But we got a lot of things coming up. I'll just go through it real quick. Friday night, I'm off because nobody works on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, which is it's just easier to do and then saturday and sunday i will be scrooge i'll be bling ebenezer scrooge on the salem trolley with some type of weirdos sitting there expecting some type of christmas cheer whatever anyway i'll be i'll be on the salem trolley christmas carol I'll be doing the last three shows on Saturday, which is the 5, the 6.30, and the 8. And then Sunday, I'll be doing the 3 early, which is the 3.30, the 5, and the 6.30. Monday, it's just me doing two shows, 6 and 7.30. And then Tuesday, same thing, 6 and 7.30. So that's me. Hey, next week, I've actually lined up a uh, really cool guest, but I'm waiting to have a confirmation. But if not, we'll have some fun because it's Christmas time. And things happen. We got a lot of things coming up over the next couple weeks. And, you know, we do have a show on December 2nd. And then December 9th, we're going to do that. December 9th is going to be our last show. But if you want to be a sponsor, email me. You know that email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. And, hey, guys, happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.